Hey guys, Alex here, host of Jiu-Jitsu Radio. Before we get started, I want to go ahead and thank you for taking the time to tuning in, downloading this podcast. Please, if you like it, leave a good review, share with your friends. This is a project that I've wanted to do for a long time and finally have a chance to put it together. I had to bring in a good friend of mine for the very first uh, podcast. He is someone that I have not only learned and trained with, but also have had a chance to work with and shadow the past few years in his career in jiu-jitsu and MMA. He is a world champion jiu-jitsu fighter. He is a definitely, to me, one of the top 10 guys in his division in the UFC, Gilbert Burns. Um, you know, thank him. I want to thank him for coming in and taking the time after practice to, to do this podcast. So please make sure to follow Gilbert. Uh, on all his social media, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. He's very active on social media. So if you ever send him a question, for sure he'll reply. Um, I'd also want you guys to take a time to uh, follow me on uh, Instagram, Jiu-Jitsu Radio. And I also will have a Spotify playlist for you guys to train with. If you have drilling sessions or just regular training sessions, I want to feature different artists and different genres as much as possible so if you guys have any recommendations for bands please feel free to message me on instagram let me know what you would like to hear i will do my best to throw it up on the mix every time we do a new podcast so without any further ado here is the very first podcast of jujitsu radio featuring world champion jujitsu fighter gilbert burns Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here with with the champ. The champ is here, Gilbert Burns. What's up, Gilbert? What up, what up? Happy to be here. Excited. Finally. Finally, huh? Finally got this going. Finally got the invitation. I was waiting for that for years. Yeah, no. It's it's more of me getting it done <laughs> after a couple of years. So what's going on, man? You just finished your morning class. Yeah, good. Just finish one more class. I have the morning class here in Combat Club, um, 7 a.m., Monday, Wednesday, Friday. The class that I like to teach a lot. Uh, the seven, more, 7 o'clock in the morning class? Yeah. Really? I, I like that. Yeah. For you? I'm, I'm a morning person still. <laughs> I don't like to teach so much at night. Yeah. At night, like, my energy is a little low. But morning class, noon class, I like a lot. Yeah. Oh, real quick too. Big thank you to uh, to Danny and everybody at Combat Club for letting me set up back here. We're in Combat Club in uh, Lantana, Florida. The the new house. New house. The new house for you. How are you liking it here? I like it a lot. So the vibe is good. We have great facility. We have a lot of a lot of pro fighters here. A lot of amateur fighters here. Jiu Jitsu ground. All the Jiu Jitsu is getting bigger too. So yeah, your I, classes got big pretty quick. Yeah, I like to be here. So. We have, a, we have a great time right here. I like here a lot. It's funny, like, coming in, because, like, I was here for the first couple of classes, and yeah. there was only, like, a couple of us, and some of the pros, and all of a sudden there's a lot of people just straight off the street that want to start learning, so, you, like, they're getting thrown straight to the wolves. Yeah, it was, was uh, every beginning is kind of not easy, but we're getting a lot better. We're still not promoting yet like we're supposed to. We're still fighting the permits and stuff. But it's getting a lot bigger. You already have, had someone win a tournament. Yeah, we have uh, 
Dillon, that's yeah. one guy he competes a lot. He's gonna compete again in Miami Open. Unfortunately, I'm not gonna be here competing. I'm gonna be competing the submission on the ground. But I have like three, four guys competing with on the on the bigs like IBJJF tournaments. That's awesome. And yeah, that's how what I was gonna bring up is uh, you got the submission underground yeah. on May 14th. May 14th. That's it. How's the right. training been going for that? Yeah, been training a lot for that. Uh, to be real, my brother's here. He helped me a lot with the drills. I'm doing so much more drills. I'm doing a lot of more no give. I always do, so I don't change so much because I still have my maybe the UFC gave me that day, July 7. So I still training my stand-up, still training MMA. But I, as of right now, I put a lot of more focus on the no give and the wrestling stuff. But... Training is going hard, like like always. Yeah, I mean, you're always like working on the striking, and striking is always yeah. getting better. You're like one of the few people that manages to to keep a a solid balance between jujitsu yeah. and your UFC career. Uh, the the way I like to work, I think we gotta work on a, on a, on a, on a positive things, like on my qualities on jujitsu and wrestling. But on the other hand, too, I need to get better on my striking. It's one thing that I always. I, I don't forget about it. You know. I need to work on it. I need to get better. I'm getting better, but I, sometimes I push so much myself. Like to need, I need to get better. That I put so much stress. Right now, I just relax. I need to get better, and then yeah. I just put in work and kind of relax more on that, having more fun with that. And eventually, I'm gonna get better because I'm not gonna stop <laughs> the push. You know. Yeah, that's one of those things. It's like if you like, you're so. You become so just focused on trying to get better and better and better. You're actually hurting yourself because yeah, you're not letting yourself yeah. improve. I wasn't. I wasn't having fun because I was pushing too much. Like I need to get better. Like putting myself in a place that I have to, that I need to, that I, I gotta work. And then I wasn't having fun with that. Now I'm kind of. I still having the same like thoughts. Like I need to get better. But now I'm on a different way. I want to have more fun. You know. I want to enjoy more getting better you know i want to enjoy the process getting better improving training it, it's it's i cannot put that much pressure on me you know i just need to relax in training and i know i'm getting better i'm gonna get way way better than that but how do you manage to keep like to stay healthy and keep so active i mean like even just from like the small amount that i've known you the past few years yep. i mean you are constantly fighting whether it's UFC or if it's jiu-jitsu. I mean, the only break that I ever really saw you take was when you ended up breaking your rib. That was a while ago. Uh, the thing is, like, I, I know a lot of guys, they say they love to train. They, they, they do that. They like it. And uh, the, way I, the way the martial arts on my life, I, I just... It's one thing that come habit for me, you know. I like to be training, I like to be testing myself. And I had that thing as soon as I as soon as I put that goal that I wanna be UFC champion, I wanna do a BMMA fighter. Uh on the other side I cannot let my jiu-jitsu goes down. So that's what brings me to keep competing, keep doing jiu-jitsu because if I need to compete I know I need to train and all get connected, all get together. So I want to be always competing in jiu-jitsu. I know tournaments, like big, big tournaments, are going to be hard, but it takes so much of me, you know, like big time, like I got to be focused just on training. And then today I have that that daily, 
like work yeah. I'm a father I'm a husband I'm a professor I'm a coach and I'm I'm a student as well so I have like a big big working as outside of f fighter but I I like to compete a lot so I I always make sure I have I leave a little bit of energy on my training as well so I like to compete a lot of jiu-jitsu because I like just by myself and on the hand they're gonna help on my MMA too that's why I put all together and if I could I still gonna compete more because I know how the UFC does if you kind of if you're getting a couple win streaks they give you more fights but if you lose between that they give you kind of big layoff you know mm -hmm. so even I have only two losses in my career but After that two loss, they give me that big layoff, like four or yeah. seven months. And if I could choose, for sure, I want to be fighting a lot more. Like yeah. three, three and three months, I'll be fighting, I'll be competing in MMA. But the layoff on the other side is good because I can compete in jiu-jitsu as well. So, Is that something I, you think that they're like, do they like that when they see you guys like competing in tournaments like this? I, th I think they, they like that because... We still representing the UFC, you know. They they when they when they gonna call me out for sure. They gonna oh Gilbert Burns, three times world champion UFC fighter. It's always we always bring the UFC with us, you know. Yeah. It's for me the the that to be a UFC fighter is is very good too. Even on, on a couple of seminars that I'm doing, the I still doing a lot of seminars. On the seminars sometimes they don't put like seminar jujitsu seminar with Gilbert Burns. Sometimes they don't even put three times world champion. <laughs> they put Seminar with Gilbert Burns, UFC, UFC fighter, you yeah. know, so that, that we always bring the UFC with us, like, no matter where we go, like, that starts to be UFC fighter, yeah. it's always does, I think it's good for the company, I, will, I would sure. like to have a company of the guy representing me everywhere, that, that's yeah. perfect, I think. But it kind of seems now because there's gonna, there's like more of you guys, like the UFC fighters that are doing open tournaments that are like, now it's kind of like you guys actually have like a target on your back, like when you did Polaris. Yeah. Like, Tonin was really, like, kind of saying, like, oh, you know, I'm going to go after this UFC fighter kind of thing, like, yeah. and it's happening more and more. Is Do you think that's something, like, do you like that kind of, like, attention, or is that something you're, like, you're not just, you know, it's not like, oh, a UFC fighter just decided to start doing a jiu-jitsu tournament. You're a legit jiu-jitsu fighter world yeah. champ. Yeah, so for me, I think I, I'm a jiu-jitsu fighter. That's how I started. Like, even if you saw the, if you saw the banner now from the from the submission on the ground, you see like it's kind of like jiu-jitsu yeah. against UFC fighters, like MMA fighters. But I'm a jiu-jitsu guy too, yeah. so I'm both. I'm jiu-jitsu fighter and MMA fighter against a jiu-jitsu fighter. So I like that pressure to be realistic. I like to, that motivating, just just give more energy to train and get better and, and represents not just not just myself but all the jiu-jitsu all the mma fighters all like i just bring that responsibility on my training on my preparation i, I like that a lot so what do you think uh, about the about your match coming up then yeah uh john combs he's a good guy like he's a wrestler too he has like a crazy guillotine he, he loves to go to the guillotine and the matchup is good because We kind of have, uh, like, aggressive styles, too, you know. We kind of like the same style. We look for the takedowns. We look for submissions. I'm pretty excited for the matchup. 
I think I'm gonna win. <laughs> I I really believe in that. I'm working hard for that. But I'm excited to put on a show and bring like a entertaining fights. You know that that's one of my goals too. When I, I'm, I like I always like to say that I like to watch the fights and I I I don't like that boring fights. That fifty fifty <laughs> game, that double pull, is one thing that kills me. You know, like I watch that and I sometimes I see the matchup. I say, man. That's gonna be a great fight, and then both from a 50-50 double pull like just kills me. Like I like entertaining fights. That's why when I'm fighting, I'm looking for as well. I don't like to just. Sometimes I know sometimes the fight's gonna be hard. You cannot give so much space, but I love to watch it. Between that, I love to watch Leandro Lowe, Albert, Albert, Albert yesterday on the on the Brazilian national yeah. open class fight, man. Yeah. I like that kind of fight, you know, yeah, that yeah. pushing the pre the, the the pace. Like I, I like to watch fights like that, and then when when I'm fighting, I like to fight like that as well. So, are you a bigger fan of the submission only type tournaments more than than anything else? Um, I like I like both. Let let's say, but but the way Jiu Jitsu is going right now, if we had on the words last last couple of years we can see the fights were more like no submission like yeah, just point by games. two points by advantages yeah. i think that helps a little bit to develop more jiu-jitsu to go back to the old school like only finish i like submission only but i like i like i like fjjf as well but i think we just have we need to have a balance because i don't like the 10 minutes fight I I I'd rather have submission only than ten minutes fight, because no one fight ten minutes. Yeah. Fight started, they go there, you just bite a couple if, minutes. Yeah, but especially if you were talking about like a world tournament, yeah, you'd be there for weeks. For sure, you, and you're gonna beat couple three minutes. They actually don't do nothing. They just studying. Yeah. So I think if you cut down for six minutes, then it will be a fight. So what do you think about like the the new EBI rules? I like the EBI, the EBI rules a lot. I'm going to compete on that. Are you? Submission on the ground is going to be on that rules. With the slaps? No, I hope. <laughs> but I, <laughs> I like the slaps as well, too. I like I like a lot. That's how I started when yeah. I was a kid. And then by the time my mom got to bring you all my, my notes, you know, from school, or if I'm doing good or bad. And I always, always I'm, I'm not a bad student. I was doing okay. Good, you know, good to okay, and but on the on the on like the way on the on the behavior, I was always bad. I was kind of <laughs> like we say like on on the Portuguese, we say like if you having good notes, you having blue notes. If you have red notes, it's bad notes. I I always always was red on behavior, <laughs> and me and a couple guys. So at the time when I start, just when I start on my beginning white belt to 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 yellow belt the professor he always asked for that he, so it's a rule on, on the, yeah. the small school that he, you need to bring that so when always my mom brings and the couple of other guys we always read on the behavior so they make us do the slap when you don't have a tournament on the weekends they say okay moms go down you know we yeah. have a second floor moms go downstairs now you guys don't have a tournament okay you when the class was done, okay, class dismissed. These guys go down. Uh, uh you guys stay here, like oh. me and six more guys. Oh. Okay, take the part, the the top gear off. Okay, now you guys are gonna fight. Open hands, live, two minutes, ready, go. And then I was just, 
<laughs> and then that's how I started. Like, I remember first day I slapped, the, uh, we got to shake hands before. So I shake hand with my right hand, and the guy with the left hand, he, he slapped me so hard. <laughs> and then we started. So he's it's, it's not a, yeah. not a, like, like a your, new rule for me. You yeah, know? you're having like a... Like your own mini Valley Tudo Pancrase tournament? It's <laughs> like open hand slap. Man, that was 1998, 1999. So a couple of schools used to do that in Rio. It's, yeah. just, it's just not a film. It's not and allowed. No one's going to sit there and talk about yeah. it. And, and then we, a couple of people crying. The professor was there just, hey, calm down. We're not going to leave him But crying, did you guys you know? have like the, the rule where like you weren't allowed to fight outside of the, the gym? Hell no. Oh, really? No. It's just like, you do whatever you want. No. Because, I mean, just... there's always stories of guys like, you know, certain gyms have the rules, like, you're not allowed to fight in a gym. I think it was like a like a Shogun one where, like, one of the guys was, he got caught fighting outside of the gym and they just booted him out. Yeah, no, that that was the same in my gym. Like, if, if, you, if you have any behavior or any bad thing that we were doing, they make us do the slap at the gym, you know? Yeah. Like, they make us fight at the gym to, to learn. But they, they're not going to give me an easy fight at the gym. Yeah. Because for me to learn, it's kind of a learning process. If it is something bad, they get a little bit bigger, not like crazy big, but a little bit bigger guy that he knows going to whoop my ass, that he put me to fight this guy, you know, just to learn, hey, yeah. you're going to fight right here. You cannot fight with the easy fights, you know? If yeah. you really want to fight, you're going to come here take and compete. Yeah, take a challenge. Don't go beat a couple <laughs> bumps and, yeah. and be, you know, like... Do you think that's something that that would work out well here, like in the United States? I don't think so. I hope so. I hope. To be realistic, yeah. I think that's going to help so yeah. much here. Like, they're going to help so much if, they, if we're allowed to do that here, but... I know it's gonna be hard. I don't know. I know a couple moms. They cannot see the his kid getting slapped. They're gonna freak now. They're gonna yeah. call the cops. They, it's yeah. just gonna be a mess. But I hope we could work right here. Yeah, you know what? Though? I mean, yeah, it's not like a good thing to sit there and slap around somebody else's kid. But if you're talking about people that are growing up in really like hard areas, I mean, it's one of those lessons that you got to learn. A certain way like yeah, some people don't sure. even have that father figure oh sure. but and the coach will bring that to him i i rather have my kid get his lap in the gym training to get bullying on the school on the street you know at least when you get on that situation to get bullying like on the schools on the neighborhood on the street he, he he's used to be that at the gym so yeah. a couple guys who don't know how to fight come he's just gonna take this guy down gonna take his arm so i'm um, the way i see I'd rather have my my kid get his lap at the gym yeah. and get him ready, get him built for that because I know any situation on the street, he's going to get ready for that, you know. And just a note for people, we're, we're not promoting beating up kids at the gym and we're not actually doing it here. I'm just asking just to see, like, you know, the toughness compared to kids growing up in different parts of the world compared to, to here. I mean, even I wasn't born here, you know, and it's... Everybody grows up in, in the scenario that there are. It's kids that come from inner city streets are going to be tougher than kids that are coming from, you know, rich areas. So it's one way or another oh, yeah. people have to learn. And a lot of times, you know, you know, we know the story. There's so many people that ended up growing up in a gym because they either didn't have like someone to to guide them and like martial arts brought them up. So it's not saying like we're going to beat up kids or something, but it's yeah. a mentality of sure. people just want to get sure. babied. The self-confidence, you know, you, you, and even a couple guys, most of the guys that I know that grow up at the gym, 
they have good behavior. They they're not crazy on on yeah. the streets. They 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 don't need to fight. I think that's that's who brought you a people that you are because you don't need to prove a point. Yeah. Because you have your self confidence. You 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 just get a couple fights at the gym. You don't want to go to the street and fight again. Yeah. You just well, that's one you know? thing. Like I you I always tell people is that when they start asking about like jujitsu or like MMA training or Muay Thai, it's like, oh, so you get in fights all the time? It's like, no, most of the guys, like 99% of people that I know that train, like will never get into a fight in the street. Cause you know what, like what's going to happen. You know, you're already like ahead of the person, like skill wise, but you know, the dangers of training and like fighting. So why would you end up doing out in the middle of the street? For what? You don't need to prove a point. Exactly. You already, if 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 you already do a martial arts, jujitsu, kickboxing, boxing, you know you're capable of. You know you get knocked down, maybe you knock the guy down. You're getting better. You get you learn your martial arts, and the way I see it, that's kind of like a weapon. You I really can go on the streets, took a couple arms out, heel hooks, takes the guy down, slam the guy, knock the guy for what? Yeah. I'm not getting paid for that. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> yeah. gonna be proud for that. Yeah. But if you do that on top of the cage, getting money for that, yeah. for sure. But the way the the point is, you're not gonna do that. You're not gonna challenge yourself on the street for nothing. You know, like at least say you you need to do it. You know, you don't have option. Okay, then you're gonna do it. But you're not gonna be chasing for that on the street. I think that that's my point. When you start to do a martial arts. You don't need to chase that on the street because you already have it every day at the gym. So when I'm out of the gym, I don't want to fight no more. I don't want to <laughs> even talk about fighting. I just want to relax, you know, take yeah. my time. Avoid any, any argue, any fight. I'm going to avoid that because I have that. I wear it every day. So what I'm going to have, yeah. I'm going to chase for more. Like, you know? I don't want to do this again. I just got out of like training. I don't know. I'm tired, bro. <laughs> Leave me alone. You don't even want someone to hug you. Like, no, it's too close. It's too close to <laughs> Leave to me grab alone, me. bro. Just my ear is all bad. I'm so sore. <laughs> you don't want to fight no more, bro. So, so the submission underground is on the 14th. Yeah, on the flood rapping live. Yeah, that's the Chael Sonnen uh, organization. Yeah. Is is the man himself gonna be there? I think so. He yeah. fought a couple times. He, he he likes to be. You know, Chael. Yeah. He not gonna. Let me miss, ask you a question. He's not gonna miss that. Let me ask you a question. When he was hyping up the whole uh, the whole uh, Anderson Silva fight, and he was talking all the trash about Brazil and stuff, was that one of like? Did you get mad? Uh. Did you take it personal? A little bit, not really, not personal, but I wish Anderson to <laughs> whoop his ass. Whoop his ass. No, and by the time I was with Vitor, yeah, and then they hired up that fight a little bit, being uh, about Cheo and Vitor. That fight didn't didn't happen, but I wish to happen like so yeah. much. <laughs> but no, I don't get personal. I know, and he was doing good at trash talk at the time. Yeah. And Anderson Silva, yeah. you were sex. That was like, you remember <laughs> that, was, that? Yeah, yeah, it was like that right was, after he won yeah. the, the fight. Yeah, yeah. I, and I know it was just a trash talk. He don't get yeah. personal. I know he was sending, he was doing a great job. And I don't get personal, but I wish he got like, <laughs> some Brazilian guy got to kill this guy. But Damon did already, Anderson did twice. Yeah. I think we had one more guy, I'm not sure. Well, he wanted to fight Vanderlei. Yeah, that's he, the fight that's he, gonna happen. Now. He will, no, he will. Yeah. July twenty something, twenty seven, something like that. Yeah, yeah somewhere there. Yeah, I that's like gonna that be. Fight. I mean, it's a little, it's a little late. Dead, dead. dead. But that's like all the extra stuff. It's that still, happened no, with but 
it's late, but still people want to watch it. Yeah. Oh, for sure. They got to end it. the story, you know? Yeah. I think just... You saw that double leg and tough or not? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that, I know. We were, like, we were doing stuff together. We were working together when that yeah. happened. And I, like, the first thing I did, did you just see this? <laughs> is that real? I don't know. And they're crazy. For sure we're real. Yeah. I don't think... One thing that I know about Vanderlei, he's not fake at all. He just... He, he had that click, you know? Yeah. As soon as you... As soon as you click, he just turned, and then he went crazy, and then you know <laughs> Vernerly. So he's a very cool guy. I, I, I'm gonna watch that fight. Oh, for I, sure, I, for sure. I know they it's kind of the past maybe five years, maybe something like yeah. that. Should should be happened before, but I still want to watch. I think I think it'll be. They they scheduled that fight on, huh? but who yeah. get hurt? I think someone get hurt, get caught something. Well, I no. think I think Chael get caught on the, on the, on the doping or something like that. No. No, 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 no. I think uh, I think it was like Vanderlei, like they were pushing his uh, his thing back some more for like the the when he like ran from the test or whatever it was. I think there was something else. But I because they were scheduled to fight after on on the finale because that was not oh, tough. Oh yeah, no after and that. I no, that was that was when chill. Vanderlei ran from the test. Oh yeah, 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 yeah you're was, right, yeah. you're right. I mean, I'm not he accusing really, him of anything. Yeah, but he, he ran from. I the heard test. he really like yeah. really. Run like man. well, that was like like the guys I mean, here. <laughs> I've seen like I've seen it in person when they come in yeah. and like they come and check you guys. Like yeah. I've seen Couple it in purpose. Yeah, so it's like but when you start hearing like Chael's story, and then you hear like Jose Aldo, like Jose Aldo, like ran from the test I too. Heard. He did a bunch of stuff too. Where I supposedly heard, yeah. he like dropped the test or something on purpose, like and it shattered. I heard something like that, like a couple yeah. weird things that like they they wasn't allowed. To do the test and then they come to it was something yeah, it like was that. Weird. Like they, it the was kind of like, like, oh, you don't need to do the test yeah. if you don't want. You. Oh, and then he was kind of like, oh, if I don't want, it, I don't need to do. It. Yeah. And then he just dropped like, yeah, it's super. If weird. I need to do, I do it. But yeah. I don't care if they come here. I'm gonna yeah. be anytime. Like a couple guys talking so much about the PDs, but I, I mean, that's what I, I said. Like I literally have been next to you when all man, of a sudden, I, like they show up. Yeah, they didn't show up. I don't care. But and man. it's it's never that awkward. Like they're the the yeah, guy that I remember you cool. dealing with. The they're super cool. cool. It's like they got me on Miami Open. Remember, yeah. I was there. Like oh, my man. wife, she, my my wife had fought, and I was there, like just supporting her. And then the guy, I just get a call. Hey, where you at? And I say, who is this? The guy, ah, it's Uzada. And I say, I'm on the tournament, Miami Open. He is on the, on. A, FEU, I think. Uh, I don't FIU, know. Yeah. FIU. Oh, the guy, yeah, okay. You're going to come back? I said, no, I'm going to be here. My wife's going to fight a little bit. Okay. Can you send me the address? I said, yeah. Okay, I'm on my way. I'll be there in 45 minutes. Okay. okay. <laughs> After that, he, the guy was there, you know, right away in the tournament. So I don't mind. Yeah. I don't mind to take a P-test. I don't yeah. care. I don't take nothing. And I'm used to fighting with the, a lot of guys who take that. Yeah. All the sure. Jiu-Jitsu guys, ADCC, so... I don't mind, you know. I'm kind of used to these guys. Yeah. So MMA is a little bit different because you're getting punched in the face, getting kicked in the face. Yeah. If the guy is with a lot of, you know, a lot of juice and stuff, yeah. can be even more dangerous than the way they are. I understand, but in jiu-jitsu, yeah. <laughs> a lot of guys used to yeah. take it ADCC, so. Yeah, that's the crazy part. Like, I mean, it happened even uh, with, uh, I forget who was it, that, that one, the one world's. And then, like, they tested him, and he, like, went the whole year, like, as the Cup. champion. 
And then like a year yeah, later, Philippe, they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, Philippe Pena, yeah. yeah, it's like, oh, by the way, like, yeah, he tested hey, positive. So yeah. we're taking the title from him. It's yeah. like, well, you had a whole year to announce it. Why yeah. didn't you announce it? Just now. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, they give the, the title for Galvão. Yeah. So I think something happened right now. Who, who get caught right now? For jujitsu? Yes. I don't know. I get caught right now too. Forget who was that, but that happened with Braulio too. I think once. I don't know if it was Braulio. No. Didn't uh, Braulio uh, just like break his uh yeah his quad his ham like, hamstring his hamstring yeah yeah like oh. it warming up oh. that was crazy that's the worst part. But I I heard of the Miao brothers too. One guy's not competing. Paulo he's supposed to get caught. They no they still, really. Yeah. I didn't hear that. Paulo's not competing, just Joao. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so, I didn't know that. Yeah, just Joao. Paulo just fought ADCC. He's not competing on the, on the IBJJF. So we don't know if he yeah. get caught. A lot of guys have he's talk. They, they're talking already. They have that hype. But it's, they're not sure yet. But I heard that you have, like, you have two options. You can, you can kind of, like, say, like, yes, I took. Uh-huh. Or you can be quiet and you can be you're gonna be a couple years without competing on IBJJF and gonna keep your title. If you say Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, that kinda of screws over the people yeah, that lost though. They have something like that. So that's why he's not fighting and he's quiet. I think he's gonna he So not gonna if you they give you the option, if you get like popped, then you can either stay quiet and have and your not title and not come and like back. Two, three when years, you come back, two, three you years you right. don't come back, you're gonna have your you or can hold your title. Or you say yes. You're I gonna did lose it. Lose your then you title. Can compete tomorrow. One, but one one year, comp wow. one year without competing, you lose your title, and then you can't compete again. Or you stay with your title and you don't compete for a while, like three years. I mean, that's not even that bad for them because they can just keep their mouth shut and just go to a bunch of other tournaments and be fine. Yeah, especially today we have so much tournaments yeah. without IBJJF, and especially this year we have ADCC. We have EBI, we have, man, bunch of shows, yeah. Polaris, Copa Podio. Yeah, like oh, there's man. so many Sumitian tournaments now for, like, for options now. And like, so much, yeah. like so much. We have the uh, pro, like a lot of pro tournaments, yeah. like making money. You know, we have the, the, the World Pro, the, yeah. the Abu Dhabi Pro, so a lot of trials, a lot of... That's so, so crazy. That like just blows my mind. You're going to be banned for one organization, but we have like tons of yeah. organizations. So, just so, I mean, at the end of the day, you might as well just keep your mouth shut and you're going to go to other organizations that will probably And, and you're still making money. You're yeah. still doing your seminars. You're still having the sponsors. So... Yeah, you, you're just not on one part of the show, but... Like on one hand, I get it because then you don't... You're not... If you just stay quiet and you go to other like tournaments, you're not tarnishing jujitsu because it's not being thrown out there, and you're not throwing like IBJJF under the bus. But on the other hand, yeah, it screws over the people that like like you that fight clean. Yeah, and it's like okay, I just lost to that guy that was just juiced up to the gills. For sure, and the other thing is, you're an organization too. If the guy get pops, if you're doing the test, yeah, and if the guy that get pops, he has no option. Yeah, he had the option before to taking the taking the juice or not. Yeah, so he had the option. He take it. Yeah, he get pops, man. No option. You burn for yeah. a year, two years. Yeah. You gotta pay that much, and here you cannot fight. Maybe you can fight on organizations. But even that, they gotta be a little bit connected, you know, like yeah. IBJJF, a little bit of EBI, maybe with ADCC, like 
oh, that guy cannot compete, you yeah. know, and they make like, and then they, they can make it more professional, but it becomes like a, like but a the guy get pop. Okay. You have two options. Yeah. What option? Don't say nothing yeah. and don't compete for two years. Or, and the guy that lost to you, he's just waiting, he's just hoping, says, yeah. hoping that the guy make the right yeah. choice. If the guy do the wrong choice, you got to And even more, you get screwed even more because like, I'd say, yeah. Okay. Now you're the other guy beat you. He was juice. To give you the title instead, no one sits there and actually looks at you like a real champ. It's like, oh, yeah. you just got it because, because the other guy yeah. popped, so it wasn't put to a test. So it's a weird situation. Yeah. Let me ask you this though, like um, Eddie Bravo talks a lot about the people getting greased up and stuff at tournaments like ADCC and stuff like that. Is that something like you experience? Like you can tell, like, oh, this guy just like a couple of guys have fought. I like, I never had it. I never, I never try. I always had bronchitis. I never get nothing. I couldn't chew. I never yeah. tried. But ADCC, IBJJF, they're all like greased up. Agree, like, I'm saying no, they get like greased up, like talking about like they put oil and stuff on. So it's like not really. You like, never had that. No. Yeah. No. See, that's the thing, cause like. He talks about a lot. He's like, oh, man, guys oil themselves up all the time. No. Like, they should, like, test for that. And that's why he's, like, he's making a an argument for, for people to have to wear rash guards. Like. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Like, yeah. ADCC, maybe one guy, maybe another guy. Yeah. But I don't think so. And ADCC, you get so, you get so at so much. Yeah. Because. 10 minutes, no points. Yeah. And then over time, a couple guys fight 30, 40 minutes. So how are we going to, don't going to get sweat? Yeah. So what about, uh, I, don't, I never fought a guy here. Like, Claudia just won. Cool. He, Claudio Collison's just won yeah. again. And then we're going to, we, we're looking forward to train together again to this ATC. And now he just won the World Pro, yeah, huh? That's what I'm saying. Machine. Yeah. He's and crazy, he, I think man. he was his fifth ti title. So nuts, man. That guy's like a beast. Just yeah. watching, like, every once in a while I'll go back because I still have training footage of you guys. Nice. Yeah, that's, like, He's some good, crazy bro. training. And then we just, we're still talking. We see when we're going to come back. Maybe after my fight, I, if if I sign for that day, July 7th, looking forward to go to Brazil, stay with him maybe in a month, three weeks. Then he's going to come here. We're going to do a little bit of preparation in Brazil, a little bit here, and we finish all the preparation for the ADCC in, in Finland. We're still looking for a wow. place. Yeah. We got to finish over there, you know, get all the jet lag done before tournament you know? <laughs> yeah. so you think you're gonna get on the july 7th card i hope so they give him that date it's not it's not so it's yeah. kind of verbal confirm yeah but we don't sign yet so i don't like to confirm because do you have an idea sign. who the opponent is you don't have to say i'm just no i i not yet still waiting yeah. for the opponent soon they send me the opponent in the contract and i sign okay now i can talk but right. i don't have the opponent yet they give him that date so i hope I hope Just let me know keep, so I can know? get a ticket. That one I'll yeah. fight to. It's in the U.S. Do you know? It's gonna be in the, the fight weekend. I'm almost oh, sure yeah, because July seventh right. is the, yeah. the finale. Gabra against Dillashaw. Oh man! Oh, never nice mind. One. I can't afford that ticket. I know that ticket is yeah. gonna be super expensive. Yeah. But on a fight, it's a fight week. It's a finale. Yeah, the finale yeah. is okay. The the There's fight, two fights it, they do, but they do they do fight pass, they do finale, and they do a yeah. pay per view. The yeah. pay per view will, will be crazy for sure, but yeah. the, the fight night and the, the finale of fight pass, it's it's not so bad. Yeah, that's cool, man. I definitely wanna definitely let's wanna go, try and make it go, out there. Let's go. Yeah. So what's uh what's going on with you as far as teaching? I mean, like now you're you're you added teaching to the. Uh, Besides, yeah. I mean, you do a lot of seminars all over yeah. the world. 
and they're always, always packed. But now you have your own spot where you are the professor, where you teach. How's that going for you? So I always want to have that, but it was just too much already, and then now it's too much. So I always, I, I always coach, I always teach, I always, like, even back in the days, I always have my small class. I always was in charge of the training. I always, even on the pro trains, like, black belts only, I was the guy who was on charge. I was training as well, but it was, oh, okay, I'm going to be on charge on the warm-up, on the techniques. I always on charge. I like always to run the class. Mm. And that's how I started on MMA. That's how I started. I started, like, coaching Vitor Belfort, blah, 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 and then I did my debut, and then I never stopped, but... I always like that. And now having a spot that I that I can be in charge and be my and put my program in, it, it just works so good. Especially that I have the layoff between fights. It's it's just good to be working, doing what I love. Like having the seeing the students getting better. It's just and just realizing, just helping me so much, making me so proud of myself. Because a couple of guys come in, change my life. You know, like. I'm doing a lot better now. I'm I'm losing weight. I like I want to compete. So you you see you can touch on people on people's life a lot so much more than than just being a fighter. You know, like I can I can show guys like lifestyle, like a sport. So and and that just gives me so much energy to to keep doing my things because I I know how I can touch on people's life too not just as a fighter but as a professor too so when I'm coaching I want to make make sure my students are getting better they 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 especially today bro like yeah. a couple of guys they just want to have a belt they just yeah and that belt's never motivated myself to get better you know like yeah. the belt just come you just at the end of the day just something to tie your gi yeah. The way I see, for sure, has a lot of history, but I think you cannot put so much energy on the belt. You know, I want to yeah. be a blue belt. I want to be a purple what was belt. It? I want to be a black belt. Hicks in her head. Henzo says like uh, the belt covers at, two inches of your yeah. ass. You got to take care of the rest. Even Andrew Grace, like yeah. right before he dies, that they start to give so much black belt. He was the. Remember that he yeah. just he just wear a blue belt. He like yeah. I don't care about it. He yeah. wear a blue belt. Just to, to make people know, like, the belts are not so important. And then that's one thing that I always touch when I'm teaching. You don't need to focus on the belt. Every focus day the that we are here, I'm showing a new technique. You improve. So every day try to improve, try to get better. So that's why I try to pass to my students. And I ju I'm just glad that I have my sport right now where I can teach, where I can, when I can see people getting better, where I can train. And my life's so busy right now. Yeah. I still got a corner, couple guys. I'm doing couple BJJ MMA corner, like guys fighting MMA. I'm corner guys, guys fighting local shows. I'm corner the guys. I'm doing my training, MMA. I'm doing my my BJJ training, my competitions, my seminars. So agenda is man. We gotta put 30 hours on the day. 24 is kind of yeah. short yeah, for me. I'm doing so much and glad that I have work and it's all working together. But I. On the, uh, as a fighter, I wanna I wanna have more fights. As a UFC fighter, I wanna you have more UFC fights. But on the other side, when I have when I have that break between fights, I still can train and I teach so much more. Yeah, it's kind of I I can see that 
my life outside of the cage is growing so much that that that's good in both ways, yeah. you know. I mean, you're one of the few people that is smart enough to understand the business aspect of it and is able to balance the two out. And you and I talked sure. about this a bunch of times. It's really sure. a lot of guys just depend on the fighting. And then yeah. once the career's over, they got nothing. They're like, oh, well, yeah. now I'm going to start doing seminars. Like, yeah. You're not getting the same attention as you would have had you been doing, like, taking the time, yeah. like, one seminar here and there, like, go out there. Like, I mean, it goes to show, <clears throat> excuse me, like, how many people know who you are, yes. regardless of whatever your UFC rank is. Like, you go in a lot of places all over the world, oh, and yeah. people recognize you, and I've seen it, because yeah. I've sat next to you when that happens, like, you know. Yeah, no, I, I that, that jiu-jitsu and... The, the the two things that I have right now, like the jiu-jitsu aspect and MMA is so big, but they all connected. So I went to Londo maybe a month ago to corner Luke Vicente on his fight, and I just went to his fight, and then I, I make a couple contacts, and I had four seminars. Yeah. One in London, Wales, I went in a different place. Like, it's so good that I was, I was getting new friends, I was showing my jiu-jitsu i was always learning too you don't think i'm going to seminar and i don't ask people i don't see stuff i'm always learning too but i showing my jiu-jitsu i get in a new contact seminars and then right after that i went to brazil and then i seminar too and then i got back to rio and then i got back here then on a couple of weeks i went on a different countries i get on the three different states i went to texas i went to arizona yeah. and just cornering in a couple of places I was just teaching seminars, but a couple of places I was, I was doing MMA corner and seminars. So it's all connected, you know. I cannot do just one thing. And my last fight I lost, my MMA fight, and it was September. Yeah. If I was just looking for the fight money, man, yeah. we are in May right now. I was getting crazy. So yeah. that that stuff just helped me to keep my mind open that. Be, even before Reebok, when I have a lot of sponsors, that was easier. Yeah. Then I just I just can train. I chill. Okay, I have yeah. a seminar. Uh, next month we can do. You know, yeah. I, I was I couldn't choose, but right now I'm just gotta be active with all my seminars, with all my class, with all my stuff outside of fighting, to make sure I don't I don't depend on that money. Yeah. So, the Reebok to be to be like to be real the Reebok deal mm -hmm. helped me a lot on that on get more like focus more focus on that because yeah. I was too relaxed I have a couple seminars a couple sponsors big in, from Brazil big from here so I was more chill yeah. and then I was maybe after when I retired man you know but yeah. that thing clicks right away after Reebok yeah. deal and then I yeah, I gotta be more active with my stuff outside fighting, you know? I call that the, the oh shit moment. Yeah. That's like when you're sitting there and like you were coasting, like, and then everybody has it and at one point in their life. I've had it where all of a sudden you're like, oh shit. Like, I actually gotta like take part in this. I gotta do something. I can't just coast it. And a lot of guys don't get that moment. No, yeah. They, they, they have a, a fuck you moment instead. Yeah. They have a late moment, like so late when. <gasps> Yeah, they're it's drawing, exactly. they drawing, they they need to do something, yeah. you know, like that's exactly it. Like, I mean, that's a good good analogy for it. Like they're drowning and they didn't even know it. Yeah. And now all of a sudden they're like gasping for air because they're like they're in way too deep. Yeah. And some people make it out, some people get to float, and other people just drown. And I mean, it just depends on where you're at with everything. 
But the cool part is with your seminar, you get to go and, and choke yeah. out your own sponsor, huh? Just a lot of different places. Yeah, man, I went there on a, on a Wales. On a <laughs> by the way, Gilbert is sponsored by Tatami Fightwear. Yeah. And uh, big shout out to uh, Tatami and, uh, and Garrett out in Wales. Yeah, man, guys have... I have a great sponsor. I just I had a great time over there. He he set up a very nice seminar, and I <laughs> I, I have the chance to take his arm a little bit. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> so I have a great time on Wales, man. Garrett is a very 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 nice guy, very business guy. His business is getting big, so big yeah. everywhere. We started me in London and Wales, all Europe. And he's getting everywhere here, too. Yeah. He's getting big, bro. Well, Tatami has been around for a while. I think in the last couple of years, though, they bumped it up more and more. Yeah, they're like, doing great. Yeah. Well, all right, Gilbert. I know you got to get going. You got to start getting ready for, for training. Thank you very much for, for doing this. I know we're definitely going to do this again. I got to get Herbert on here. Yeah. For he, he, we got we to gotta go late. If we go early, he, yeah. he's not going to make it. I got to get Herbert. Like, I wanted to do a couple embarrassing stories of Herbert now, yeah. but I'll start with Herbert giving me uh, embarrassing stories about you. And then we get you both guys in here just For to sure. go back and forth. Herbert Burns, my, my young brother, he's here with me now. He's teaching a couple classes. You helped me out in my schedule that I, that I just said is crazy. He helped me with my training, too, for submission on the ground. Man, that guy, if he has a little bit of my energy, he was kind of crazy. But yeah. I got to push it. Yeah. He's, he's lucky that he has me as pushing <laughs> me. Hey, let's go. Yeah, let's yeah. go wake up, you know. So we, we, we help each other a lot, yeah. you know. No, you guys are definitely close. Uh, but be sure to follow Gilbert on all the social media. Uh, Instagram, Gilbert Burns. Uh, Gilbert underline Burns. Gilbert underline Burns. And then um, Gilbert, Twitter, Facebook. Dorino, yes. Be sure to follow the YouTube channel. Because I keep telling Gilbert to put more stuff yeah, up on there. I will. There. I will. And uh, <laughs> yeah, shout out to Tatami. Thank you very much for for sponsoring my friend here. That was uh, that's always uh, good to see like people supporting good nice. fighters. And uh, thanks everybody for listening. And we'll be back later on with uh, with Herbert. Sure. All right. Thanks, sure. guys. All right, guys. Boom. Hey guys, Alex here again. Just one more time, wanted to thank you for taking the time of tuning into the podcast. Please take the time to share it. If you like the podcast, uh, share it with your friends, post it on forums. You can rip on me too if you want. That's absolutely fine. Uh, but as long as we get the word out, I appreciate any help. Also, don't forget to tune in to the Spotify playlist that you can play while you train and drill and practice. If you have any band recommendations or if you want your band to be featured in one of the playlists and you're on Spotify, please feel free to message me and let me know and I will try and get you on the playlist if you can. Again, follow Gilbert on social media, uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that stuff. And if you want, you can also follow Jiu-Jitsu Radio on Instagram. Just look up at Jiu-Jitsu Radio. And thank you guys again for tuning in.